The Philadelphia Eagles not only reset the quarterback market, but redefine it with their new Jalen Hurts extension. We got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on football fans and welcome in to another episode of locked on nfl your daily podcast covering all the biggest stories around the national football league in about 30 minutes or so we appreciate you as always making locked on nfl your first listen of the day every day don't forget you can subscribe and follow for free on youtube or wherever you get your podcast so you never miss the latest episodes we're here every single monday through friday for you so you don't want to miss out on all of that it is tuesday so you know what that means. It's the dynamic duo. We are back. Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson. Nola on Twitter. Your new or your New Orleans Saints. Sorry, that's the other. That's the other intro. Your Don't you NFL get, get these Saints experts. out of here. All yeah. right? <laughs> get out of here with that. Keep the, this is about a team. This is about a different cap. Bizarre witchcraft team. Very bizarre. Much more witchcraft. I'm glad this green behind <laughs> us looks so ghostly because that's kind of what it yeah. feels like we're this discussing. This is going to be a Ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> Because we're trying to figure out just what the heck is going on with this Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts extension. Don't get me wrong. We're happy that he got paid. But let's break down the numbers a little bit. We're also going to go through our yike and like of the week, of course. But to get us all started... How is it that the Philadelphia Eagles are redefining the quarterback market in the way that other teams may be looking to lock down quarterbacks in the future? Well, it's certainly a very interesting contract. $255 million is, of course, the the top notion here, but they have structured Mm -hmm. this contract in such a way, which we'll get into the weeds in in just a moment, but they've structured it in such a way that it kind of extends the team-building apparatus that you're accustomed to having with a rookie-scale contract with some very controllable numbers. So this is, I think, a win for the Philadelphia Eagles that can maybe more quickly turn into not so much a win for Jalen Hurts, but maybe that's a couple years away. Yeah, I think we don't know as of this recording. We do not have the full contract details. We know a few cap hits. We'll get into the nitty-gritty of the numbers later. Because, I mean, come on, it's Tuesday on Lockdown NFL. That's what we We're do. We're nerds. We're nerds. Um, That's what we do. But 255 mil, 100, almost 180 of it guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Hurst got paid, right? Got paid. And deservedly um, and, so. Deservedly yeah, so. Right. And, and I think, you know, you, you could probably go to any NFL podcast and listen to them talk about how Jalen Hurts had a great year and how he deserved the extension and how the Eagles are set up here. But I think for us, we can take this a step we can, we can take this a notch up by kind of looking at how this affects the rest of the league. If you look mm-hmm. at the major quarterback deals that have signed in the last few years and then look ahead to what needs to be signed, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, what are these guys going to do? Um, you can kind of see. I think teams are starting to understand that, look, paying your quarterback, you know, 20% of the cap is going to have problems associated with it right yes. like costs that that come down and they're trying to figure out a way to lock those qbs down you know we want jalen hurts in philadelphia through 2028 um and i think by nature there must be guaranteed money through at least 2027 mm-hmm. mathematically it is impossible not to have that so right. he's locked in there is and there's a no trade jalen hurts is your guy congrats eagles um 
and but they want to do that in a way where they avoid the pitfalls of what you saw with say Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with mm-hmm. huge cap hits and now they're in this kind of weird situation with tr- where trading him is that much harder um where you know look at the Vikings with Kirk Cousins where they've been able to kind of maneuver away from it but it's sort of always been this thing and they've been super locked in there's no flexibility they want to get their guy in lock him down and not be cap strapped so yeah. they made an attempt to do that but if you look at the other contracts around the league Dak Prescott's is a very similar thing yep. um fully guaranteed money if you look at Patrick Mahomes's deal 10 years and yes, he is going so to weird. be <laughs> yeah 10 year contract you never see that uh you never see a Patrick Mahomes either so a weird contract for him kind of makes sure. sense um but if you look at how that how the cap will grow but that contract will not grow there is going to come a time where Patrick Mahomes is criminally underpaid and mm-hmm. he will be well within his rights to make a stink about it. Go yep. make a mess and get paid. So how well will that work in, in practicality for the Chiefs? We don't really know. So there's that. There's uh, what the Eagles have done here, but where you you do give him a, a bunch of money, you give him $180 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money. Uh, but you just try to leverage the salary cap rules and and you know abuse the backload flaws in the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, backload it, abuse Options, the system as much as you can, bonuses, and leverage that everything. thing as far as you can imagine leveraging it more than any team has even tried to touch. Or you could go with the Deshaun Watson route where a whole bunch of money, all fully guaranteed. And we're just going to kind of restructure it till we die yep. and hope that we've won a Super Bowl by then. Yep. Um, Feels familiar. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. With the saints. Um, so th- there's all kinds of different structures, but it se- seems like every time a quarterback is signing one of these big deals, there's a new creative way to try to make that cap burden not quite as uh, either by adding flexibility or or just by backloading it, not as painful. And it's super interesting to watch these teams try to figure out, I got my quarterback, how do I pay him? Yeah, and we're watching more and more teams do this with wild bonuses. Like if you look back mm-hmm. at Kyler Murray's deal, five years, $230 million, over $100 million guaranteed, but he had a $36 million 2023 option. He has an $11.9 million bonus that's based on making the 90-man roster in 2025. And by the way, he's got 90-man roster bonuses, 2025, 2026, 2027, and 2028. The guy's got workout bonuses, training camp Mm -hmm. bonuses, all this in millions of dollars, and in some cases, double digits of millions of dollars so that that way you have something that is going to effectively be guaranteed to a player assuming that they're on your roster but that you can restructure that you can move around that you can do all this stuff without it actually kind of ever really touching your cap in a raw numbers perspective or an accounting perspective and like these are the things that we're watching more and more nfl teams do so now we have jalen hurts get his contract done but we've got players like Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. We'll see what happens with him over the course of the next couple of years. Uh, Justin Herbert and others that are all going to get these wild contract extensions that A, will get in after Jalen Hurts. So expect Jalen Hurts to be the historically you know, largest paid player in the NFL for about this amount of time as I hold up a small space in between <laughs> yeah, my right. four and thumb fingers. And, and- like it's not going to take that long before we look at Joe Burrow's contract and say, wait, what do you mean? There's 15 void years on it. What does that mean? <laughs> What's and then that see do? where all this goes. 
And it's, it's of course, the Eagles were going to have the weirdest one. But I will oh, say 100%. there is definitely something to the fact that Jalen Hurts got done first. Yeah. Um, that the Eagles got that, that done first. Because now his $51 million average is now a number that will be brought up in all the negotiations with Cincinnati and Burrow, with the Chargers and Herbert, with the Jags and Trevor Lawrence when it comes up. The, the oh, yeah. later you wait, the more of that kind of input affects your numbers um, and, and, and it will affect your negotiation if only because it affects what the franchise tag will be as well mm. when you see the kind of cap hits throughout uh, yep. through, throughout as well. So I, the Eagles have done a great job with this situation. They were like going into last off season, but like last February we looked at the Eagles and, and I remember you and me going through the Eagles on this show mm-hmm. and they're over the cap calculator being like, I don't know what they do here. How do they get out of this? Yep. How do they, how do they remotely put a roster together? They're totally going to fall apart. And that's you. And like, we know the, the mechanisms of the cap well enough to understand that it's always a lot more flexible and we couldn't figure it out. Well, they figured it out. They went to a Super Bowl and they just gave a mega deal to their quarterback. So fine. <laughs> I think they were doing all right. So They're if your team okay. is is in a cap issue, is having some cap issues, worry not. Look to the Eagles who can pretty much accomplish whatever they want yep. uh, and and figure it out. Good on Howie and the Eagles cap people. Good on all of them. Yeah, absolutely. You know who we were right about? The Green Bay Packers. Thank goodness for that. So the <laughs> next thing we're gonna the next thing we're gonna take a look at here, we are your resident number nerds. So when we when when we continue on, we're gonna take a look at the numbers. Luke's gonna do a lot of explaining. I'm gonna do a lot of asking questions because this <laughs> might be one of the most confusing contracts that we've ever laid eyes on, and we love it. So we're gonna get to it and we're gonna make you love it too as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. Before we do that though, uh, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you've been watching the NFL draft FanDuel odds, uh, they, boy, do they tell a very interesting story. Right now, as I look at it, they've been moving all around today. So this might be different than what you know. As I look at it, Bryce Young, number one overall pick, minus 1,500. (laughs) So if you went in and placed a Bryce Young pick when everybody thought it was going to be Stroud, and you got in at like plus 200 or whatever, congratulations, you did it. It's happening. Yep. What's interesting is when you get to number two, Will Anderson is the favorite as the number two overall pick as people start to think about the the Texans coming down. Um, So if you don't buy that and you just think, ah, no, the Texans are just going to sit there and pick CJ Stroud, he's plus 340. So you can get some odds there. Uh, And number three, the favorite is not CJ Stroud either. It's Anthony Richardson. It's getting so weird on the betting odds. And this is definitely the time of year where if you feel like you have a great sense for what's going to happen, you can definitely leverage all the second guessing that goes on. You can find that at FanDuel. And hey, no worries if you whiff on that first bet. If you're new to FanDuel, you can go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no sweat first bet. That means up to a thousand bucks back in bonus bets if you whiff on that first one. Um, So once again, that is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get that no sweat first bet FanDuel app is also safe, secure, and very easy to use. And you can bet on everything from these FanDuel uh, draft props to uh, game spreads in, in playoff games for the NHL and NBA. Baseball is going in, MLB mm-hmm. games, home run hitters, three-point scorers, parlay a whole bunch of them together, try to get a better payout. Once again, that is FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the MLB. 
All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. Thank you very much for being here with us and making us your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, Tony and James are going to be right back here with you in tomorrow's episode, maybe talking about the next quarterback contract. We'll see how quickly the quarterback market begins to move. Um, Luke, this has been one of the most intriguing and interesting contracts you and I have ever gotten the opportunity to discuss. So let's bring some stuff to light in terms of how weird this contract is for Jalen Hurts. You mentioned $255 million, 180 almost guaranteed. Those are important base parameters, but... 179.3 to be exact. Yeah. So those are important base parameters, but when you look at the year-by-year cap hits, things get a little funky. Yeah. So Adam Schefter uh, tweeted out some, some cap hits for what it will cost the Eagles for the next four seasons. So this year, his cap hit will be $6.15 million. And then 13.5 next year, 21.7 in 2025, and 31 in 2026. Those are pretty big sounding numbers. But if you remember, he's supposed to get 51 average a year. And all four of the next years are below (laughs) that average. So here is what I think happened. And it's not, I can't take credit for the idea. This, I first saw Nick Corti at Over the Cap uh, talk about it. Um, And it's complicated, but I believe in y'all. All All right. We can, we can figure this this out together we can do this because i know these numbers get crazy but trust me come on this journey with me you'll understand it so i believe that they are going to put in a whole bunch of option bonuses year by year that take money and spread it out through um 2028 and potentially beyond if you wanted to add void years Mm -hmm. um so if you look at the way that nick cordy theorized that it would Mm -hmm. play out um you would have something like a 35 37 ish million dollar bonus that he would collect in 2024 that would go from being a roster bonus to a signing bonus so a Uh roster bonus is one lump sum that you get over the course of that season and it all counts against that season's cap converted into signing bonus which doesn't really functionally change much for the cash flow for the player's payout. So he'll agree to whatever you got to do. Who cares? Uh, It then gets spread throughout either the life of the contract or the next five years, whichever one is shorter. Um, So you take that, call it a 35 million, just to keep the name, the the numbers easy, $35 million bonus, seven mil a year for five years. Um, And you do that in 2024, which takes what would have been like a 40, uh, 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 $40 $40 million payout and he collects 40 ish million in 2024, but only counts for 13 and a half against the cap. Do that same thing for the next two years. He'll collect 40, 40, 50. That's pretty good cash flow for Jalen Hurts, but the cap hits will be 13, 21, 31, like it says in the Schefter tweet. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially just taking big old salary numbers and restructuring them every year and you're just sort of pre-planning how you're pre-agreeing to how that will function and how you're going to do that you're just doing it all ahead of time that's the best way i know to uh to explain what i think is going on here this is just a i guess a speculation from somebody who is as smart about the cap as anyone who's willing to talk about it publicly right um the problem with this is that in 2027 under nick cordy's plan at least (laughs) 81 million dollar cap hit Wild. And most of it will be 
uh, or at least 30 of it will be completely non-fungible, meaning you cannot restructure, move it. You can't do anything to change that is locked into the books. There's also 51 million in base salary in 2027 that could probably get restructured out even further. Yep. Um, And then same thing, 2028 would have a $76 million cap it. The other thing, though, by 2027... I think a whole bunch of sports betting money might yep, hit the cap. That, that, that's the exactly cap where I was going to next. explode. Yep. So that might not even be that weird. No, so that's I the think thing the Eagles get so away with this. Yeah, I think so too. I really do. I think we're going to be looking back in this contract in 2027, 2028 and saying, wow. Jeez, that they, was smart. That was smart. <laughs> they, like they saw this coming. Like they might reinvent this. If, if yeah. I'm a team, if I'm the Bengals, if I'm uh, or, like from the Jaguars, who we're not having this conversation yet about Trevor Lawrence, but next offseason, we're going to be at the table. Right. I'm doing this. A hundred percent. I'm stealing this. Absolutely. 100%. You're looking at the new TV deal money, which is still yet to hit the cap, although it helped a little bit it's in terms coming, of recovering man. the cap this year. But yeah. you'll see it really in 2024, 2025 like that. As you mentioned, by the time we get to 2027, 2028, we're discussing things like betting money that's coming in. And when the betting money hits, the betting money going to hit. Like that's going to be yep. such a big part of what the NFL salary cap looks like. So the changing landscape of the NFL salary cap and the NFL as a whole beckons and requires the changing landscape of the approach from NFL teams. Here is the Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles showing you all of that right now in 2023 before we even get to seeing that money. They know what's coming. And so I love this for the Philadelphia Eagles. Let me ask you this, because here's one of the questions that I wanted to pose. How does this impact a team like the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of their team building approach when they went out and did things like they went out and traded for A.J. Brown, they gave him his bag last year, they went out and moved to improve their off their defense, stuff like that. Because the thing that I take away from this is that if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, even before you get to that expected swell and salary cap, you've set yourself up to extend your ability to spend around your quarterback for another two or three years without really hurting yourself. And then once the salary cap swells, it's all baked in in terms of what's in terms of what's available to you. Am I mistaken in thinking about that? Or is that really like what this could look like for the Philadelphia Eagles, barring another, you know, knock on wood global pandemic that drops the salary <laughs> right. cap for the first time? Some, some crazy thing. I think the Eagles have set themselves up to be as aggressive as they want in free agency's future. (laughs) And they just like, I think they have absolutely set themselves up. Yeah. They have kicked a lot of can down the road as people like to put it, but that they're going to have a lot more money down the road to deal with it. Um, And the inflation of this, you know, a dollar now is, is harder to come by than a dollar will be in two years just because the cap is going up. If you think about it, like personally, if I, if I, if a genie came to you and told you you were about to win the lottery, but you're going to win it in two years, I'm going to take out a couple loans that I don't have to pay off for three years. And now I can, I can live it up now. Right. That's functionally what's going on here. Um, And roster building is not an exact enough science. You don't know what you're going to come out with. You don't know who's going to tear their leg off. Right. You don't know who who's going to regress and you end up cutting them or trading them away. You don't know who you're going to impulsively trade away on draft night because somebody gave you a godfather offer. You just don't know what your holes are going to be in two years, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a guess. You can say, well, this guy's contract will be up. I think I will. I'll want this. You know, we don't really know how this guy's turning out. But, but you don't know what your holes are going to be. They have set themselves up to have reasonable resources to deal with whatever unforeseen crap comes up. I think the Eagles have set themselves up to be in the mix for a really long time. I hope Eagles fans are listening to this and are jazzed as hell. Yeah. They, they, they this is be. awesome. Yeah. 
They it's a great day to be an Eagles fan. Yeah, and 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 the thing on top of all this too is that you have a veteran quarterback that is signed to your team that led your favorite team to a Super Bowl last year that is still going to be just as good, if not better, in 2023, barring health. You have veteran players around him that the team went out and got, both on the offensive and defensive side. So you got the guys that he can get the ball to, and you got the guys that can get the ball back to him. I know you had a little bit of an exodus over on the defensive line, a defensive line that had 70 sacks last year, but you have a top 10 draft selection, and you have one of the best general managers in the NFL when it comes to not only working these numbers, but finding ways to get draft capital, finding ways to get good players by you know expending the least amount of draft capital possible, all of that. This is a complete and total win, I think, for the Philadelphia Eagles who have set themselves up for a very, very exciting future. And to keep all that core together, too. Yeah. 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 It won for you. It, it, it ain't broke. Don't yep. fix it, but pay it a lot of money so it stays not the, broke. The only punish is if Jalen Hurts regresses and if they that's just it. paid top dollar for a guy who just kind of had one good year. That's it. That, that's the only way that this happens, and mm-hmm. I don't really see that happening. I don't see that happening either. The guy that made him... Or not that made him, but one of the guys that helped him take all of those steps forward. Brian Johnson, his quarterback coach, is now his offensive coordinator. And if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm doing everything that I can to keep Brian Johnson as the offensive coordinator and not allow him to get fast-tracked to head coach somewhere because of this commitment to this quarterback. Makes perfect sense to me. Coming up next, it's it's Tuesday. Yikin' like, it's time. Um, my, I'm going to tell you right now, my yike is also in the NFC East, but it is not this Philadelphia Eagles contract. It's just something I'm waiting to happen, and I need it to happen very, very (laughs) soon. We got that coming up for you as we continue on to wrap up today's episode of Locked On NFL. All right, everybody, wrapping up today's episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast, bringing you all the biggest stories around the National Football League. Here every Tuesday, Luke Braun and I like to go through our yike and like of the week. We've added like to the list, which I think is a lot of fun because we get a little bit more positivity. Positivity, yeah. But you know what? I'm going to start with my yike, Luke. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get into what really grinds my gears today. Um, and it's that, you know, I know that it's going to be over soon, Luke. And maybe that's why I'm so yiked out about it. Dan Snyder is still an NFL owner. It's driving me nuts. Can we get this over with? <laughs> like... <laughs> It's like it's happening. It's it's. I give know it a it's minute. Happening. It's a lot of money. They got to. I don't care. I don't care. Praise or whatever escrow. Uh, I don't know how this any the, of this works. Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles double double boil and troubled their way through a Jalen Hurts <laughs> contract before we got Dan Snyder up out of the club. Like this has to get done. We have to finish Three roster this. bonuses and I have new. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that that got done, the fact that that the lock of Dak Prescott's hair. Yeah, right. And maybe Lamar Jackson's. Goodness gracious, because that's <laughs> he still ain't paid yet. But we have all this getting done. And and Dan Snyder, who the league has been either the league has been trying to get rid of or at least the Washington Commanders fan base has been trying to get rid of for what feels like decades to centuries. Um, he's still an owner, man. And it drives me nuts. And I know it's on the way. I'm excited to welcome Magic Johnson to the NFL ownership family and everything like that. That's great. Why not? <laughs> Why not? 
I can't wait for the mm, I'm not going to be here moment uh, yeah. that comes well, with he's that. He's a minority, but, though, right? It's like he, well, Josh he is, is Luke. The... Yes, Magic Johnson is a minority, but he will also be minority, minority owner. owner. As a, I know, I know. I'm just championing because <laughs> we also we finally, we finally have a min- we have another minority owner in okay, some yeah. capacity, which is yeah. great. You know what I mean? And so, like, just get Dan Snyder up out of the club. Like, I don't care. Sick Brandon Scherf on him or something, and just push it's him great. up out the building. Like they could we're do, almost there. They could have two federal crime related scandals and still be doing better. <laughs> just, just get them up out of here. All right, Luke, your turn. You want Yike or like? You want to kick which uh, one do you want to kick off with? I'll start with a with a like, cool. uh, which goes to Buddha Baker. Speaking of getting get it getting on up <laughs> out of there. Uh getting out of toxic organizations. Um yeah. look, that it is a rough time to be a Cardinals fan, but you got to look out for numero uno, Buddha. Yep. Uh, That's you, fam. Love it. Uh, you should definitely call Patrick Peterson and ask what he thinks of various franchise franchises <laughs> and their facilities to perhaps make a decision. Uh, if you're listening, Buddha, I think he would have some interesting thoughts. Maybe you could call Byron Murphy too, see what he thinks. There you go. I think, you know, just I'm just saying. Just I don't get, know what their ideas. opinions will be. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know what yeah. you'll get, but I, those are good people to call. Solid, no, trustworthy. I, th- <laughs> I, I think I, I, it's always good for me when I see players showing a little bit of agency. Uh, teams should not get away, be able to get away with the conditions that the Arizona Cardinals got away with for so long. And part of enforcing that is the the free motion of the market. If players don't like it, they should be able to go to a team that treats them right. Yep. Go Buda Baker. Go Buda Baker. And who knows? Maybe this Dan Snyder thing sets a precedent. And maybe Michael Bidwell will be, will be up out of the club here eventually as well. So we'll have to see yeah. how all this stuff goes, too. Um, <laughs> White cup. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> all right. I'm going to jump into uh, – I'm going to go into my like now. And my like is 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 personal. It, it, it's personal. It's personal to you, Luke. It's personal to me. It's personal to you, the listener slash viewer out there, depending upon how you're, you're taking in the content. Um, Friday hosts locked on – a Friday NFL – Oh my goodness. Friday locked on NFL host Christopher Carter. It's like I've never hosted this show before. Uh, Christopher Carter was nominated in Pittsburgh. Of course, he is also the daily host Monday through Friday over at Locked on Steelers as one of Pittsburgh's 50 finest. Now, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I clarify, not 50 finest, 50 finest. Okay, so this is basically about like successful. Not necessarily. Right. I'm sure he checks that box for people. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, that's there. There, to my knowledge, is not a, a, a list of the fifty finest, <laughs> right? But it could be fifty finest. Who knows? But uh, for Chris, this is super cool because he's getting recognized locally in a really big way, and I think it's awesome. And I'm super excited for him. And part of all this yeah, too is. is like he gets to help raise money for uh, a cystic fibrosis foundation and everything. So I'm gonna include. We're gonna include a link in the description on both YouTube and on, uh, and on audio, wherever you you get the podcast so that you can go and, and support Chris and, and, and send a little congratulations as well. Just really, really cool. And, and, and shout out to Chris, uh, make sure to, you know, hit him up on Twitter as well at Carter critiques. Uh, cause it's just super cool. I'm really proud of him. Like that, that's, yeah, that's shoot him congratulations. Homie. Yeah. That's the homie. So really, really cool stuff. Super, super cool stuff. You know, what isn't cool. What's not cool? The draft industrial complex. <laughs> the CIA is too involved. All right. There's too many psyops. 
There's too many false flag operations, <laughs> too many Russian bot farms clogging the Facebook feeds with with things like oh, the Texans won't take a quarterback at two. <laughs> Every year we watch do out this. For, Every- watch out for Will Anderson. Yeah, well, oh, they might take Anthony Richardson one overall. They never were going to. <laughs> Maybe you think they should. Valid opinion. We can talk about it. But it's, they're not. They never were going to. But I, what I think we have to learn as a as a general community consuming football reports. We're so good at it in free agency of kind of reading between the lines and seeing, you know, what isn't isn't real and and not falling for fake reports. You know, we're like head on a swivel. We're getting good at that. Yeah, smoke screen season. Then, and then the draft comes around and everything you see from everyone is like a tip off for who your favorite <laughs> team's going to draft. Um, but I, I just need to remind people. All right. When you see someone like Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter or Tom Pelissero say something, they are doing that. They are saying that with the blessing of the person who told it to them. Yep. They have to be right. They're respectful people. They respect their sources. They're not going to go behind their backs. Of course. Um, but what does that tell you? Someone let Rap Sheet say that. Someone wanted you to know it. Yep. You got to read between the lines and think who wanted you to know that. Uh, when it comes to who's trading up, who's trading down. All oh, the Houston Texans, they might trade out of that second spot. Give up on a blue chip elite quarterback prospect that everyone and their mother agrees is fantastic. Whether it's <laughs> Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Uh, My mom maybe- does love CJ Stroud. There you go. Or maybe yeah. even Anthony Richardson, if you want to chase the ceiling, maybe there's three mm-hmm. of these guys. They're actually going to decline that to get an extra second round pick. Definitely don't trade up to three. <laughs> You'll just get leapfrogged. Hmm. Who's saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> That's outstanding. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's so interesting. Is, is that like your least favorite one? Because my my favorite, my favorite slash least favorite. This is the one that's favorite. like happening right now. Yeah, yeah. My favorite slash least favorite that I know you've reacted to as well over a lot on Vikings is that Hendon Hooker is, uh, is going to be drafted in the first round. Oh my God. That's the fakest thing. Have you ever. And I love like, Hendon Hooker. I love Have Hendon you ever Hooker. like been in a, in a, in any kind of online community and then you've seen the most obvious cop ever? Like, come hop in and be like, hey, fellas, what crimes we talking about? That is every time I see Hendon Hooker going in the first round in a mock draft. It's that Bashimi meme of like, hello, fellow kids. How do you do, fellow not cops? (laughs) It's the fakest thing I've ever seen. And and the it's so funny because if you listen to like mock draft podcasts or whatnot, like people Mm -hmm. that really talk about it, it's and people try to like go in depth on this. And it's like, yeah, I don't really see Hendon Hooker, you know, as more than like a third round pick. I I think that'd be pretty crazy to. Uh, you know, take him in the first round. And then like later they'll do a mock draft and they'll be like, Hendon Hooker to the Vikings. Lock it up, baby. It's oh, happening gosh. at 23. And <laughs> so it's like, you, we just heard you say you don't think that that should happen. Hey, you think we forgot? You <laughs> think we didn't see this? <laughs> you are lying to us. We can tell. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Always a fun time with the NFL draft. Always a fun time here on Tuesdays on Locked on NFL. Appreciate everybody for taking the time to be with us today. Make sure you come back for Locked on NFL tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. Tony and James going to give you everything you need. Uh, maybe James will be talking about Joe Burrow and, and, and the expected quarterback contract that could be on the way for him. Maybe. You don't want to miss that. That's an entire guess. <laughs> entire guess. Uh, Trevor Lawrence also 
could yeah. be in that conversation as well, yeah, but also an entire guest. But uh, you want to find out, make sure you come back for tomorrow's episode of Locked on NFL. For Luke Braun, at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter, I am Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson. Nola, we appreciate you every single day for making us your first listen here on the Locked on NFL podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.